Hello, everyone, again. Welcome to the Slice Podcast. Guys, I am so excited to join you today. I hope everyone's having a marvelous Monday. Um, I know I am. I don't have work today, so I'm off for the day. So I'm excited to actually record this episode and get this out to you guys. Guys, we have made it. We have made it to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. Today, I'll do a deep dive on all the great matchups that we're going to have. Do some analysis on who I think is going to win and my predictions. So, anyways, hope you guys are doing good. Um, I hope everyone's staying warm and safe. It is freezing cold here out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, I hope everyone else around the world, around the states, is doing fine. Anyways, guys, let's get into this. So, let's start off with Zverev and Novak Djokovic. So, let's kind of look at the key points here, right? Novak Djokovic, he's the world number one. Um, somehow, Novak... He had a really bad injury against his third-round matchup against Taylor Fritz where he had a stomach tear. That match ended up going to five sets. If he didn't have that tear, guys, trust me, Novak would have won in three. But he somehow came, beat Fritz in the fifth set, and then he had a stern test against Milos Raonic where he actually overcame and beat Raonic. So thank God for that, right? He also recently got his 300, 300 Grand Slam match win. So, um Great for him, and he's looking, the seven-time champion is looking to get a record eighth title here in Melbourne. So, but he's had a very difficult run to reach the quarterfinals, okay? So it's going to be interesting to see how Novak does. Just a little um, essence on what's been going on. He's 33 years old, but he's really gotten the better of Zverev in their previous four meetings, including a Grand Slam quarterfinal in 2019. So those are kind of the facts. Zverev, on the other hand, he was he's been a machine in this tournament. He has taken control of this tournament from top to bottom, right? He had a very good match against Dusan Lajevic to come through the round 16 of clash. You know, he is 23 years old. He's mean. He's green. He's been killing it right now. Um, he's won two matches against Djokovic, but it's only been in the ATP Finals and 2017 Rome Masters, okay? So this is my prediction for this match. I think Zverev has a great chance of beating Novak Djokovic, um, more than he has ever had. You know, he's looking great. He looks in peak shape. His mentality is great. I've never seen Zverev this motivated. Um, and he's coasted, right, through his, through, um, his three matches, right? Since he had that early test against Marcos Giron, he has really coasted. And he's done a great job. And the good thing is now that theme is out, he's one of the contenders. And he's improving from slam to slam, you know. Well, Djokovic, on the other hand, he's had a harder series of matches, right? He's used to just having these straight sets, but that's not the, that's not the case. He's had to come through Milos Raonic, Francis Tiafo, Taylor Fritz. Obviously, people forget about the Tiafo match. That went to four sets. Could have been five sets. Um, and he didn't even have the tear then. Um, obviously, as we know, Novak has the worrying injury. Um, but he managed to recover and beat Raonic. And like I said... Djokovic is Djokovic and Nadal are the hardest mentally players in the in the tour. Their mental game is ridiculous. Um, but Zverev is going to have to play his very best to beat Djokovic, and this could be really the defining moment of his career. And really, you know, I think this match all depends on how Djokovic is. I'll be completely honest. If Djokovic is healthy, he will win. If not, he won't win. Um, earlier in a month ago, Djokovic played Zverev. And Zverev actually took the first set, but he ended up losing to Novak. 
you know, so I think it could be a really tight four set match. Um, the only way to beat the serve is Zverev needs to play strong. He needs to play aggressive. He can't show a mental slide in any of this match. Um, but then again, if Novak is not feeling well, no matter how fit he is, I think he's going to still win this match. Um, but there's also a feeling that Zverev could get the upset. So I'm torn between this match. But for me, from what I saw against Raonich, I think he'll come out and win this match in a tight five sets. Lock that prediction in. That's what I'm saying for this match. All right. Cool. <laughs> we are four minutes in. We're good on time. So that's good. Next up, we have Grigor Dimitrov and Aslan Karatsev, the Russian. Um, just so you guys know, Grigor Dimitrov has played extremely well. He got the big upset win against Dominic Demon straight. He has completely been amazing in this storm, very consistent. I've never seen the world know 21 do this great. And it's going to be awesome. This is the fourth time he's in the Grand Slam semifinals against the unseated Aslan Karatsev. This is their first meeting, by the way. So... The last time he was in the semifinals in the A Open, it was 2017, where he lost to Nadal in a five-ruling set match. Aslan Karatsev, he's 27 years old, um, and this was a big surprise, right? He came back two sets down against FAA Felix Agor-Alasam, also known as Giannis's twin. I mean, they look exactly the same, except Felix is like 100 pounds less than him. <laughs> But came back, and he's the world no one 14. He's had a great match. He beat Diego Schwartz from the eighth seed, and he's killed it. So, yeah, congrats to him. He's also the third Russian to enter the quarterfinals. So, great job for him. I have a feeling, I, I'll be honest, I think Dimitrov's going to win this match. I think, um, you know, my heart says Karatsev. I want Karatsev to win because it would be the story of the tournament. But Dimitrov has had battles. He is, has the veteranship. He knows how to win matches. And I think Dimitrov is going to take this. There's not much analysis for this match. I don't know much about Karatsov, but I think Dimitrov will win this match. So Dimitrov, congrats. You will go through and win this match against. And he would actually face Novak Djokovic, I think, if Djokovic comes out on top of this match. Okay, next up. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm I'm freaking tired, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to push through these analyses. Andre Rulov versus Daniel Medvedev. Andre Rulov has been extremely sensational during the A Open. He has been storming through his first four matches without dropping a set in this quarterfinals. Um, Rulov won most of his matches in 2020 despite the COVID um, pandemic. He went 41-10 in 2020. And he won five ATP titles to Novak Djokovic's four. So he led the tour on titles. Um, so it's going to be interesting. He hasn't really been broken. So, yeah, we go to Medvedev, right? He has been amazing. Medvedev, even though by his standards he thinks he did bad, but he's been comfortable. You know, Medvedev is really hard on himself. Let's look at the facts, right? Medvedev was a U.S. Open runner-up against Nadal in 2019. Five incredible tennis sets where he almost won the grand slam the other cool insight about this is medvedev has not lost to his russian brother rublev he has won three matches with three straight sets so it's going to be interesting to see how this goes but here we go this is going to be an incredible match right you have medvedev and rublev they've been long friends and compatriots compatriots on the russian team right they just won the atp cup together less than two weeks ago 
But this is the issue. Rublev has never beaten Medvedev in their three previous meetings. You know, even though he's a he's a bully on the forehand side, he's a dangerous player. Um, but man, Medvedev is such a counterpuncher. He doesn't miss miss many balls, and I just think Medvedev is going to win this match. He's a machine. He's a monster. He's a counterpuncher. He doesn't miss balls. And his if you look at his match against Rublev, he has been dominant. Medvedev is an overall better player than Rublev, you know. But definitely, I think Rublev has a better determination. He's going to be tough for him regardless. And we'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, and I don't think the crowd is going to pay, play a factor for these guys. Medvedev is a machine with or without the crowd. He's won two previous tournaments within, without, in the empty arenas. And I think his experience is going to really take him through this match. But this is still a must-watch match. Trust me. It's going to be a tough match. You have Medvedev with the mind games. You have Rublev with his ferocity and the aggression with the forehand. This is going to be a great match. I'm telling you guys, this is going to be interesting. For me, I think this is Medvedev's match to lose. If he messes up, that's the only way Rublev's going to win this match. I, Even if Rublev plays perfect, Medvedev will still win. I think Medvedev will take the first set and win this match probably in three or four sets likely. That's my prediction, guys. Lock it in. All right. Now, let me do a little stretch. Let's do a little stretch, and we'll get into Stefano Tsitsipas and Rafael Nadal. Okay. So, whew, let's get into it. Let's look at Tsitsipas, right? He's the world number six. He was able to reach the quarterfinals of the Open without even playing last night. So, Mario Berrettini, just for you guys know, he had to pull out of his match. He wasn't feeling well. Something happened to him. So, C.D. Plas had an extra day to rest pretty much. He's been great in the Australian Open. He's had big wins against Yamir and Gilo Simon, who are tough matches in the opening round, and his terrific five-set clash with Tanasi Kokonakis. He's only 22 years old, right? So he's he would have played a longer match, longer um, hours of matches if he had played Berrettini. So that might come into play here. Nadal, 34-year-old man. He is the 20-time Grand Slam champion tied with the GOAT Federer, right? He has been consistent in his run. He destroyed Fognini on Sunday. Just destroyed him. I thought it was going to be a close match, but he ended up winning. Um, Nadal, he's played Tsitsipas seven times. He's got a 6-1 to head-to-head record. That's very big to note. So let's look at that, right? He is, and the last couple of matches, they've been close, but Nadal has come out victorious. Like I said, it's going to be an interesting match. This is going to be a good viewing. Um, you know, I, you know, with the lack of fans here, I think it's going to be hard for CT Pass. You know, he really, really plays with the crowd with all the Greek fans in Australia. It's a big deal for him. I don't think it'll change the outcome, you know, to me, for example. Um, I think that Nadal, because of his experience and the way he's destroyed CT Pass and only lost him one time, I think he's going to be out of here for four or five sets, to be honest. I, I'm taking it all to win by any means, and I think I could see a, one or two tie breaks within the match. Despite the fact CT Pass will have the fierce determination, I just seen it all coming out because of the veteranship and experiments. Um, you know, they've had two ATP Finals group stages matches, they've gone to straight sets. Um, and Nadal really only lost to CT Pass in the Madrid Masters in 2019 because of a lapse of concentration. So 
I'll be honest. I think Nadal's going to win this match. Bank it. Nadal will win this match. All right. I hope you guys are still staying with me. Now, let's go to the women's side. Let's go to the All-American quarterfinal against Jennifer Brady and Jessica Pagula. All right. So Jennifer Brady, she has stormed through the AO Open draw. She's won, had four consecutive straight sets wins, including the big one against Donna Vecic in a round of 16. You know, she has made her second straight quarterfinal after a breakthrough performance against Naomi Osaka. So she's been doing well the last couple months. So let's see how she does. Pagula, on the other hand, she's only dropped one set. She beats Fitfalina in the round of 16. She's been amazing. She's the no 61 seed. Another big story, guys, here. Um, and the only previous meeting against Jennifer Brady and Pagula, Pagula was a straight sets winner against Jennifer Brady in the Western Southern Open last year. So she does have, coming into this match, she has the edge over Brady in that sense. But Brady, I mean, she's the number 22 seed, though. Okay, so it could go either way. Even though Jennifer Brady has been deep in a grandstand before, I still think this is going to be an equal match. You know, Pagula really earned her spot here, right? She's played four big matches, right? She beat Victoria Azarenka. In the first round, she did the, the big upset, which was a big thing for her career, right? You know, and they've only played one match, and it's going to be interesting to see. Brady, who came close to coming to the U.S. Open last year, um, she hasn't really, you know, she's done great, but she's been kind of inconsistent. I think both players will take a set in the match, and I think Jennifer Brady will end up edging out Pagula in the match just because of the experience and the way she's played the last couple of months while well, Brady is starting to come into her own. So I, I'll, I'll say this right now. I think Brady's going to beat Pagula. It'll be three sets. Lock it in. Next up, the match we've been talking about. The Queen Serena Williams against the Simona Halep, the number two seed Simona Halep, the Romanian. Serena Williams, she's only dropped one set, and that's the Sabalenka, the big hitter, which I knew that was going to go to three sets. She has 23 grand slams, right? She won the Australian Open pregnant, for God's sake. This lady is a queen. She is a monster. This is the 12th career meeting between Halep, and last time they played, Halep destroyed her in the Wimbledon 2019 final, 6-2, 6-2. Halep, on the other hand, she has come through. She's 29 years old. She's through to another quarterfinals here in the Australian Open after overcoming a big challenge from Swatayek in three sets, the 2020 Roland Garros champion. She's been killing it, guys. She's been very consistent. But the head-to-head, -head, Serena Williams is 9-2 again. So that's going to be something to play at. I think Simona Halep is going to win this match. I have this match going to the distance. I think both guys will win a set, but I feel like Simona, since it's a faster court, she's she knows how to win on these courts, right? She overpowers players on this court. She moves on the hard courts really well. And the last time she played, she really freaking destroyed Williams, right? She made Williams make errors. And I just see that happening again, man. I... Um, I don't know, but really she's, it's really on Serena here, right? It, she just can't make many errors. She's got to figure out the scheme that Simona is going to put on her. And yeah, I, I feel like Serena, it's going to be three sets and it could go either way, but I have the slight edge, honestly. 
to her. I have a slight edge to Halep in this match. I don't know. It's going to be tough because I want the semifinal Osaka and Serena, but I just have Halep coming through, guys. I apologize. All right, next up we have Bart Ashley Barty versus Carolina Mukova. Did I say that right? Probably not. Ashley Barty is the world number one. She's had Storm through a round of 16 against Shelby Rogers to make it to the quarterfinals without dropping a set. She's only 24 years old, by the way. Um, but this could play a factor in this match, right? She doesn't have her AO open fans, which sucks, but she is still the favorite to win. Mukova, on the other hand, she has yet to drop a set too, but she's come through some tough match against Pliskova and Mertens. She's the world number 27, and she's reached her second Grand Slam quarterfinals. She has been playing well. Um, the only time they've played was against in 2018 at the US Open, losing in straight. So not a lot of analysis we can do here. The thing is this, right? Both these players have lost in 2021. It's going to be an entertaining match. So let me tell you this right now. It's going to be interesting to see. Both guys, Makova has lost lost the set. They're both fearless competitors. They both have particularly powerful ground, stroke, ground strokes that could take this match into two hours. This could be a very long match. I could see that happening. Ashley Barty, obviously, this is her home force. I know she would have loved to have the crowd behind her, but that's not going to happen. Like I said, Mukova has made the quarterfinal at Grand Slam once before at Wimbledon. But I just think Barty's going to win just by experience. I can see this going to three sets, but I think this will particularly go to two tough sets. And the world number one will beat, will beat Mukova in the match. I think Barty's just going to overpower her with the ground strokes. She's going to overwhelm her. It'll be tight sets, but I just think... Barty will win this match. Anyways, guys, let's get to the last match, and we'll end the podcast in a couple minutes. <laughs> Perfect. We're on time, which is good. I wanted to get this in like 20, 23 minutes. So anyways, guys, we have Shi. Shi Su Wei versus Naomi Osaka. Something about Shi Su Wei, right? She's 35 years old. She's the oldest player to reach a Grand Slam quarterfinal in the open era. You know, and don't get me wrong, she beat Von Ruza and she, you know, Von Ruza, to be fair, had the effects of an injury in a round of 16 match, but she has definitely deserved her place. So she beat Andrescu, she beat Arani to get to this. She's the world number 71. And get this, she has beaten Naomi Osaka once before, back in a three-set match in 2019 in the Miami Open, when Osaka was the number one seed. Osaka, on the other hand, she was too... Match points away from losing her match against Gabin Muguruza. But she came through the round of 16 in a high-quality match to come back and win in three. She's a former champion here, right, Osaka? She won the 2019 final. Three-time Grand Slam champion. And she's never lost a major after reaching the quarterfinals. So, and, but, at the end of the day, she holds a 4-1 head-to-head against Su Wei Shi. So, like I said again, I think Osaka should be the favorite in this. She can overpower her opponent here to win in straight sets. I think she's going to win this match. I think she's luck is going to run out, to be honest. Um, and, yeah, I just don't see Osaka losing this, to be honest, guys. So, anyways, that's the end of my um, analysis and deep dive on the quarterfinals, guys. Um, 
Sorry, I'm a little tired because, you know, talking sometimes it tires you out. But anyways, guys, give me some, you know, give me your reaction. Give me some criticism on what I can do better on the podcast. You know, I think I've been doing good so far. But if you want some new content or new segments, let me know. You know, I do this for the love of the game. I do this to entertain you guys and make you guys interested in tennis. And, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast. I know I did. Um the next podcast will go into a deep dive of the semifinals, which is going to be good. Um, that'll be less um, grueling than doing almost eight quarterfinal matches to talk about. It's tough. And, uh, yeah, you know, I want to do some live streams too, but unfortunately with the time difference, I don't think that's going to happen. But, uh, anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Leave a thumbs up. Please watch and support the podcast. You know, again, I do this for the love of the game, nothing else. I want people to be interested in my sport and bring awareness to tennis in the United States of America. So thank you guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Enjoy your Monday morning. And once again, God bless everyone. Stay safe. Bye-bye.